Hello and welcome to Illy's Coffee Talks. Season 3 is going to be about all my favorite topics including slow living, inner work, entrepreneurship, creativity, spirituality, slow traveling and health. I am Ophélie Cabanero, your host. Enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, Mary. Hello. Hi, Opeli. This is our play date. Yes. <laughs> we will explain that in a minute. Um, we're here at the Looking Glass, Basel, in Kristen's studio. Yes. Where you teach as well, mm-hmm. Tuesday lunch. Yes, Tuesday lunch, 12.15. I will come tomorrow. <laughs> ah, nice to know. Yeah, the play date is because um, you have a six-year-old and you are saying, yeah, let's find her a play date or let's find a play date. And then we kind of winked and were like, for us, the play date? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. This is for us. I forget sometimes that we need to play too, Mm -hmm. right? I make all of these arrangements of my daughter to be with people she likes to hang out with. And I realize... Hang on, I need to, I need to find my playmates too. And so, thank you for this. This is also an exercise in finding the play date. Yeah, thank you too. So, I wanted to do a podcast with you because you have a very special style of teaching yoga, Mm -hmm. and so you do. You always say a Dharma talk at the beginning. Very wise. And especially when you take my example. <laughs> especially when I quote from your podcast, yeah. <laughs> so you, you really bring it back also throughout class. It's very nice. But what I like the most in your class is that you always say, find your signature pose. Mm-hmm. And I've written this down on a piece of paper for a long time, like that we need to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, so what does it mean for you, signature pose? Well, for me, signature pose is your own expression of a pose. So I've been doing like a physical yoga practice since, when was that, Two thousand. Four. I have to look back. My reference is like, who was I dating at the time? And what year was that? I think around 2004. Maybe a little earlier. 2002. And um, I started with a certain branch of yoga. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names. And they were very um, strict about following alignment mm-hmm. and getting it right. And you couldn't progress until you got it right and so I was thinking okay and there's nothing about like how you felt but all about how you looked Mm -hmm. and in fact I remember going to one class and telling the teacher there's a little there's something wrong with my shoulder Mm -hmm. so um, can you not give me any adjustments Mm -hmm. but then like 20 minutes into the (laughs) class he was like really high on like you know the the response from the class and all and he forgot he came to me and then made the adjustment and I was like, <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh 
And so, like, it took me a while to to realize that I didn't have to conform to the shape and I didn't have to conform to what looked beautiful. And I think it's like over years, over the years of practicing and getting to know my body more and my body evolving, also surrounding myself with teachers I like or philosophies that I can relate to, I kind of took something from here and took something from there and then um, let let my practice evolve and then I realized, oh my gosh. I think like one, one moment when I realized I was home in my body was when I was practicing alone and I just smiled and I felt I was so happy and I was like where I needed to be. And a lot of it was moving and using the space and not minding about how it looked but rather how it felt. And you have a dance background? I have a dance background, yes. I danced ballet when I was younger. I danced ballet and then jazz and was very at home. I think very at home with movement and grace because I love how movement can be so lyrical and it can lift, uplift. So I think that's how it, it evolved. And also, I must say, I, I went to a workshop of this lady called Julie Martin. She's an American yoga teacher who was doing a workshop in Zurich on the year that I um, got married. And I actually had planned our honeymoon with my husband to go to the UK to attend a Jason Crandell teacher training and my husband signed up for it too and so we were going to do that together for one month and then I didn't get the visa because mm. I had a Philippine passport and I don't know I, I botched up the application somehow and so my husband went on without me <laughs> and we I call it our nanny moon because we had <laughs> um, and, and I went so I said I still want to like learn something I had one month off, and so I looked around, looked for workshops, and then I saw this workshop of Julie Martin. And at the time, it was just, I think she was just doing sequencing workshops. But her practice has evolved as well. She, she practices what's called like embodied yoga. Mm -hmm. And so I took home a lot from there, like adding the, the lyrical movement but then after going to that, I also thought, oh my gosh, am I going to have to change my teaching completely? And so I was kind of like struggling with identity. Do I leave everything I've left behind? And I think it took a while also to realize that it's okay to still have like the, the shapes there, but that they're not the end all be all, like the postures are not the end all be all. So it's like really a, cafeteria oh. a buffet cafeteria sounds all right I can imagine flies and someone swatting the flies over some food up like a buffet of dance and yeah. meditative movements and 
and expression, self-expression. My answer so long. So, <laughs> so that's it's a signature. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. It's signature. <laughs> it's great. It's so we understand your background and your yoga okay. background. Yeah, but I mean signature because like we are all so individual, mm-hmm. and the way someone will do something is totally different from someone else. Yeah. Even if you say ah, this is um, you know like the textbook pose, but really like for your body yeah. to feel at home, you have to be able to feel what's right for you. Yeah. And I think many students feel that they don't quote unquote deserve to be in a class because they don't look yeah. the part. Yeah. And your signature posture or your signature expression in in a flow class that I teach is really like you celebrating who you are. And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause for a commercial break. <laughs> we are drinking coffee from <laughs> our advertiser for today. <laughs> there is a kombucha in the fridge That's right. from Jungle Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Simon uh, listens to that, no. but maybe Kristen. Let's see. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I know. Yeah. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, because we were talking about, maybe I'll come back to the, this expression, this self-expression thing, but I feel like people, I was saying like, maybe I can, I, off podcast, we were saying, yeah, maybe I can do yoga for people with injuries or not, not so flexible. Yes. <laughs> yoga for non-flexible people like me and uh, <laughs> I've heard when I used to teach I've heard people tell me oh, no, no, I cannot do yoga because I'm not flexible and so yeah. they don't come Yeah, because they see the, the textbooks exactly. or the teacher on, on Instagram it's a huge industry now right yes and when we started it was not like that it was thank goodness yeah thank god yeah <laughs> but yeah <clears throat> so now it's really this the more flexible you are, the cooler the pose, yeah. the more, I don't know, maybe money you make or, or I don't know, actually. Yeah. What's well, the benefit I mean, of that? <laughs> exactly. But I, I used to teach in this one studio in the Philippines and there were new students who came in and one of like the pioneer teachers told me all these like girls are coming in and they want... They want a, like a challenge, so throw in a few extra chaturangas, yeah, so that they sweat. I'm like, ah, uh, really? Okay, but I mean that's that's the impression that people get, I guess, from a typical yoga yeah. or vinyasa class. I guess you know, like, yeah, yeah like you you have to work hard, or you're in a flow class and then the invitation to do a vinyasa or transition is there. And I, I see some students, like, they intend actually to go back to down dog with the person next to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinyasa, like, like, double take, and then, okay, then yeah. maybe he'll do yeah. a vinyasa. So, yeah, it's, just, it's, the, it's the impression, yeah. I guess, that you have to work hard in a class. 
that we look at the neighbor, although the teacher often says, don't look at the neighbor, do your own thing, but it's yeah. a dynamic thing. I guess, and it's human nature too, yeah. right? I'm like, if they can do it, yeah. then I can do it. Yeah. yeah. And the ego is very present as well, you know? Yesterday, yes. my husband, I was getting ready, I was brushing my hair, and... Um, you know, I still, even though I'm aware of it, I still pick my clothes very carefully before yeah. I come here. Yeah. And he always makes fun. He's like, are you pretty enough to go to yoga? <laughs> and when he does sports, you know, he goes as disgusting as possible. <laughs> the rattiest t-shirt. Yeah. And goes climbing or whatever. And, and, and I take a shower and, you know, and... <laughs> Because yeah. the teacher adjusts me, I want to smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, does that mean there is enlightened enough? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. No, but there is definitely ego in in. Yeah. I mean, there is ego everywhere. It's normal, but there is a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I think the signature pose is so important, and because otherwise. Injury might happen very easily yeah. if you try to to push your flexibility or yes. joints or whatever. Yeah, and we don't understand. But you don't understand what's going on. But then you're just looking at the surface and seeing. Ah, okay, the leg is there. Or it looks good when it's up there. <laughs> it's like so advanced. <laughs> and then you're bound to get hurt. Ah, yeah. But I wanted to say when you mentioned the word ego, it can also be like. Can you call it like a rib? reverse ego because I mean like it took a while for me to get to this signature like mm-hmm. um, wise state because when <laughs> I was practicing I was still in the Philippines I remember I was already a teacher I think a yoga teacher and then I attended a public class and it was some um, like sport women's sports event and then one of the activities there was zumba there was like so many other events for women yoga was one of them and the teacher who was leading she she led us into tree and then she said um yeah like take your right yeah take your foot against your upper inner left leg and then people were like struggling to get into it and i'm like I I am wise and enlightened. I don't need the advanced posture. I'm going to be the very simple, very low tree pose. Mm-hmm. And I am wise. I am enlightened. I'm like, okay, that's also ego, right? Because yeah, 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 you yeah. don't... You, you think like, you're pretend. better yeah. all the time. Yes. No matter what. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. shit, okay. But I guess that's like... You'll always have those... The human side. Yes. And it's it's fine. But yeah. I just noticed it very strongly when I came back after four years of not going to the yoga studio. Yeah. This year or last year when I came back, I was like, Oh wow, okay, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, a lot of ego. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But do you see it here though? Sometimes. But like I see and I do that too but maybe not in class but the girl with the phone you know and she Uh takes a picture of the yoga mat next to other Uh yoga mats and she's gonna put that on Instagram and and so I think that adds to it you know yeah this this social media world yeah where you cannot just practice and 
like in peace, like take your time to evolve, or, yeah. or whatever that means. But get stronger and more more flexible. You have to show the results quickly, rather. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and I guess like some people use social media also as like their accountability. accountability. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Accountability. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 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 But so, what else? What I what I wanted to say. Well, would you like to know what I did before yoga? Mm-hmm. I was a makeup artist. No, <laughs> you never told me that. <laughs> yes, I was a makeup artist and a magazine editor. I yeah, used to edit. Ah, okay, yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Makeup artist too, yoga teacher too. <laughs> it's all it's all good. <laughs> but um, but I like saw the parallel of um, being a yoga teacher and being a makeup artist because every time a woman sat in my makeup chair, I would always see like the like the the, the most beautiful feature of her. And the woman, like the women, were always so vulnerable, and they're always so apologetic. Like, sorry, I didn't, I didn't pluck my eyebrows, or sorry, I have this pimple here. I'm like, why, why are you so yeah. apologetic? I'm like that too, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, like to be vulnerable. Every time I would do that person's makeup, it was never to cover up, like, or her floor or whatever. But it was always to. To highlight or to mm-hmm. um, to show like her best features, and I guess that's the parallel also with the with the yoga that I teach now. I mean, people come here and they feel vulnerable and they, they want to be a better version of themselves. I don't want them to cover up what they're insecure about, but then I want them to find their like signature. Style, yeah, their signature. So, so they feature. feel good. Yes, yeah. I want them to feel, to feel good. We leave here feeling yeah. good and liking themselves. Yeah. I guess because that's what I also wanted for myself mm-hmm. when I, or what I do want for myself when I go to a class. Is that your why? <laughs> is that your purpose? I have my service. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I help women find. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, I used to say, yeah, um, yeah make a thing that's all, all so superficial. Mm-hmm. I'm doing like teaching yoga now. But I'm like, no, you know what? Yeah. Whatever makes someone feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. This year, I really understood. Oh, I'm still coaching, but uh, <laughs> maybe I'm ruining my business again. <laughs> but I think I really understood, like, or I am really ready to let go of those jobs you need to do. Like, I need to be a yoga teacher, I need to be a coach, a therapist, because that does good in the world yeah. you know yes and actually yeah, yeah, yeah. you can do good in any job or well maybe not any okay, but be a hooker be a hooker and then do good in the world how okay but then. <laughs> yeah 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 many jobs or you can always have an impact on a person 
with a smile or a word or whatever. Yeah. And because I was listening to Elizabeth Gilbert's, um, I think I shared it on the other podcast yes. that you listened to. <laughs> yes. I want to. I have to. Like I have to see that. I'd like to see that. I can share a real. She basically, yeah, she basically, we just made fun of this purpose thing because marketing for self-employed people in our field say that you, that's what you have to do. Find your this sentence, your purpose, and yeah. monetize it. That's what she really emphasized, Liz Gilbert. You know, okay. She was like, yeah, and find your purpose and then monetize it. <laughs> and it's really this part of this capitalistic society you know like find that like put so much pressure on yourself to find that and then monetize it no, <laughs> for what it is yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, why am I saying that now I don't <laughs> know <laughs> yeah so I, I, I feel like I can I can let go of those jobs or those um Like you said, yeah, makeup. I've, I've felt that so many times. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, but this job is not good. I felt so so bad for so long for liking clothes, you know, <laughs> nice clothes, because I was like, no, but that's so bad because uh, yeah. they are made in horrible conditions. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so now I just buy more expensive yeah. clothes. <laughs> really expensive stuff. <laughs> So almost nothing actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walk around naked. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I feel I I feel you. That's that's yeah. all that to say. I feel you. Thank you. Although recently a friend of mine, um, she needed makeup. She doesn't know how to put. Didn't know how to put on makeup, and she said, "Are you? Can you help me?" And she knew she, my background, and so I helped her, and we didn't. We couldn't meet live at the time, so we did it on Zoom. But it was so much fun. Uh, like, there was another, a forgotten side of me that came out. And then my friend said, where are you beaming? You know what? Because like, so, you seem so excited about yeah. it. And I'm like, I guess I haven't lost, I haven't lost the touch. It's so cool. Would you like to do it on yourself or just others? Um... I like to do it on myself, but then I don't like like a full transformation. I just like highlight. You can do something. full transformations. No, actually, I can't. That's why. That's why I just stick to natural. <laughs> wait, wait! I meant to say something about ah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, signature, like going back to the signature, the signature posture, the yep. signature style. I remember also. I used to teach. Um, a fitness class called Bar 3 and it's a combination of Pilates and yoga and the ballet bar and we as part of us, one of the pioneer teachers in the Philippines there were four of us and we learned like specific cues drop the shoulders yeah. keep the neck long stuff like that and so we had that, we learned that script and there was one lady who I was so, I was wondering like Why she's so tense? Her shoulders are like yeah. high up here, and so I cued. I don't know how many times, three or four times, and dropped the shoulders. And she said, "I have dropped them. They're just really like this." I realized, okay, we're built differently. But I was also in my twenties then. 
maybe like early 30s. So I didn't know any better. But then it just goes back. I just mm-hmm. remember, yeah, we're all so different. Yeah. We can't expect ourselves to fit in this one box of glamorized postures. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's really, uh, with yin yoga, I learned that, you know, it's really about the bones and how they are in the, wherever part of your body and, and the length of your, of your arms for headstand or things like that. Yes. Or, uh, yeah, it really shouldn't uh, be a, a must to do any kind of pose if it doesn't feel good. Yeah, I think yeah. for me it's it's also changed a lot since I had my injury is to really do things that feel good. Of course, like co-work is never going to feel good. <laughs> and we're not talking about that, but really the joints, the yeah, I yeah. guess. If, if it something feels hurts, right. Also, I think like if it feels right, you have to be able to distinguish that. Yeah. Right and yep. not wait for the for the teacher to say okay and then we shift. Also, you're like suffering in yeah. silence and waiting for the thing to end rather yeah. than finding what works. Yeah, like like tailor fitting it to yeah. to your body. And yesterday I was um, I was here with a friend and then the teacher says. Okay, let's do handstand practice, but with two assists, like two people basically doing a wall instead of the actual wall. Uh-huh. And, okay. uh, and then so I helped two people do it. And then they were like, do you want to do it? I was like, no, I'm cool. I Instagram On my Instagram, you can see many pictures of me doing that. <laughs> now I don't need to. <laughs> over it. Thank you. <laughs> I will build my strength back before I attempt doing any of this yeah. and uh, one of the girls was like ah you had an injury ah but you know good good for you that you come and modify and don't force yourself into anything and I'm yeah. like yeah yeah <laughs> it's good <laughs> I mean like but it it takes work or it takes time also for you to realize that no because in the beginning when you're so um, naive and you Wanna just try yeah, everything? You're so thirsty yeah. for yeah. you know. So many times I, I my thing was always the iliosacral, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, this joint at the sacrum. Yeah. You know, it always felt a little bit weird mm-hmm. because I think I was going too much without engaging or with or too deep in stu- in some stretches. Okay. Or the, the right knee always felt also weird. Okay. Because you can overextend yes. in, in many poses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was still? in my 20s. <laughs> that's okay. In my 30s, 34. Okay. It's different, I can tell you. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's different. But wait, so what's your stand on yin now? Mm. Good question. Thank you for asking. <laughs> we'll pause for a commercial break. <laughs> um, I would never... Uh, my body cannot actually practice it. I can't. Okay. And I, th- I think it does not make much sense right now to stretch like that. I, I cannot do it, so I would never share the practice again. Restorative, yeah, with yeah. a ton of 
props. Yes. But, yeah. Because like in here, and you're kind of like hanging, aren't mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I saw a, a reel, an Instagram reel from Julie Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, that she, she just said, like, stop stretching. Stop with Passive all stretching. I guess. I, or. Um, I didn't listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to go back to it. <laughs> But I guess that's like that's the only takeaway I had. Like, stop stretching. Like, okay, is it so bad? But yeah, I guess passive, mm-hmm. passive stretching. Yeah. Because active. Yeah. This is what we do, right? Yes, yes. But then just like the whole there, and yeah, yeah I'm like reading all of these yin books, and they say yeah, like. It will hurt at first. Yeah. <laughs> <But> no, like, <laughs> I'm really. You need to resist, like resist the the urge to come out. Come out right away. The very first time I did yin, I hated it. Ah. And then in Bali, I started to like it. But I think it's because it's so warm. Then your body ah. is so open you yeah. know especially yeah. mine I, with the cold it's really it reacts a lot okay and with the heat it's it relaxes a lot okay so i've done yin uh, in a heated room also but before uh-huh. kind of fell asleep it's amazing oh, really? <laughs> in a heated room like big room heat yeah whoa that's nice but in the winter yeah my yeah i wouldn't just never do it again Okay. I've, I've done it actually in a class a friend of mine taught yang yin yang yin ah. in a, the same class okay instead of doing yang and then yin at the end yeah and my body didn't like it at all ah. okay it sounds like almost sounds like a sauna cold sauna cold yeah like that treatment but I can imagine which I also sounds... wouldn't do <laughs> really yeah okay I know it's it can be healthy, but yeah, not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the signature pose. Exactly. Yeah. What a nice thread we have here. Huh? Yes, <laughs> the golden thread. <laughs> yeah, it's actually like so. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. Because you know what, like really listening to your podcast, I, like you're so like off the cuff and so natural when you talk to your guests and every time I'm either like folding laundry or <laughs> running or doing something and I feel like I'm just, I'm a part of the conversation. <laughs> and I told you right before, like sometimes I'll chime yeah. in. <laughs> Why isn't anyone reacting to my You can my always send in? me messages when you do that. Yeah. Like actually, yeah. Yeah. that's what I do with friends who have podcasts. I, re- I send them messages. I'm like, oh yeah, but when you said that, actually, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's super annoying probably to them, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that. No, no. no, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's like so. I find it's so enriching. It's so enriching. It's like um, listening to another. Like, what do you call that? Eavesdropping. I was like eavesdropping, but I'm actually welcome. You know. So I'm like, I don't know how many times that I've taken a lot of nuggets home, 
and just the thought of also like being here and then maybe someone out there listening doing their laundry or running yeah. whatever maybe they will also take home something yeah I'm sure they will <laughs> thank you thank you but it's not over yet no, no, no. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah because you were just saying you, you've taken some nuggets and you said that the last podcast you listened to with yes. Johanna Rossi yes really touched you yeah I mean I can't even like think which exact part in your conversation touched me but it is almost like the energy ah it sounds so like juju but then I mean like (laughs) the energy of the conversation just inspired me to um realize why I love movement so much yeah, yeah. and and I realize it's this expression this like this visual expression that no one can take away from me mm-hmm. or no one can stop me mm-hmm. and I will always have like I have this instrument to express myself because with words many times it doesn't like my thoughts don't come out as much as as exact as I would like in my mm-hmm. head but then with movement mm-hmm. I feel it hits the spot mm-hmm. yeah that's what you were saying earlier also about self-expression yes yeah beautiful yeah. I guess that's why nice thread good job <laughs> <laughs> the golden thread <laughs> So, in any language, you you sometimes find it hard to. Um, I want to come back ah, to yes. what we talked about earlier. To the, yes, the love of languages. But sorry, the question yeah. again is the, because you said something with movement, it's easier to express yourself than with words. And I was wondering if in any language it does that, or it's with specific languages, it's harder or easier, or it always is easier with movement. Mm, yeah, um, with Filipino, my like from my home country, with Filipino and with German, um, I stutter. Still, yet some most times it doesn't come out like the sentences or my thoughts don't come out as smoothly as I would want to. Maybe I'm a perfectionist in that way, but. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult. Even um, growing up, we spoke more English than Filipino at home. Therefore, it was um, not natural for my sisters and I to speak Filipino. And so, ah, yeah. My sister, I have six older sisters, and they were also quite poor in Filipino. I'm the youngest. And I remember... On my first day of Filipino class, I think I was second year high school, Mrs. Miraflor, this one teacher who had taught all of my other sisters, she saw me and she said, Kalika, oh Kalika, yes, I know the sickness of the Kalika. <laughs> I'm like, thank you very much. That really imprints the impression now of the bad Filipino but yeah I mean like even there like, it's it's hard for mm-hmm. me to to express sometimes I guess if it's something humorous then 
it can come out better but like deep Filipino or deep German can be quite frustrating to express and English is the language of your heart you said last yes. time we had coffee yes yes it is the language of my heart and it's the language I dream in it's the language that that rests well that sits well with me so so when I can connect with someone with English then it's a huge step already of like understanding each other yeah and yet funnily enough like for some people who I know cannot speak English then it's so easy for me to speak in German mm-hmm. yeah I just realized that like because there's no Enforced. Yeah, there's no alternative then. Yeah. But if I know that they speak English... It's over. It is, it's over, yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like... Oh, why bother? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. how I feel. Like <laughs> I will take the chicken exit. <laughs> Are you, were you an editor in English then? The yes. magazines? Yes. For that French magazine, Marie Claire. Ah, it was! Yes, in fact, our training. So I... Um, Marie Claire Philippines so we had the Philippine edition I don't know which nth title that was but that's so funny we went to Paris for training even and so it was so much fun like there was a definitely um, one of the fun times of my life but I didn't really feel like I fit in because I didn't I mean yeah I, I, I liked the I like putting on the makeup. I like talking about makeup. I didn't like dressing up to be someone else. And so at the office every day at or the office, or going to events. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What is Marie Claire about like fashion or Yes, yeah, so it, no, it's fashion but also like the the Marie Claire reader is intelligent. Um, she is aware of social issues, political issues, but she also likes to look good. She also likes to feel good. So I was beauty and fitness editor mm. of the magazine. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. 2000. Was that 2005? I think 2005. Yeah. Did you? Was that something you studied, or it came from the makeup? Ah, um... uh, no. It came. I I studied. Um, Media. Mm. Oh my gosh, I haven't said what I studied in such a long time. It used to come like roll out of my mouth. Um, media production. I studied media production. So that was like right up by alley. Writing. Mm-hmm. And then... Film uh, or photography or... Um, it was video. Video, yeah, video production. Oh my gosh, what Where are those yoga the... reels that I want to <laughs> see? <laughs> oh my, hey, what have you ever seen any of my yoga videos on, on YouTube? I've seen one. Ah, okay, yeah. I haven't created one in like a year or something. <laughs> but I have the equipment. But I mean, like and my, the my skills. husband. Goes, and the skills. <laughs> and the skills. But the patience. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean... Little by little, I, I actually made a short video while I was in Albenga. Five minutes, eight minutes. I said, "Yeah, okay, I'm gonna make." 
A yoga video? First, a yoga video, yeah. Like an eight-minute, good morning, like seated practice. It has been, in, the video has been in my phone <laughs> for many weeks now. <laughs> I, I feel you, yeah. I also have one from the mountains that's uh, just on my camera. <laughs> and I'll never look at it. <laughs> but I'm laughing at your, the, the things that you observe. Like, what? My face there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, so, for the little story, we also said that off podcast that I thought I got a tripod between um, Christmas and New Year, and I thought, oh, I'm going to make yoga videos. In the mountains, and uh, I tried. I did, <laughs> and and I was like, nope, too much work. <laughs> and my face and this and that angle, nope. <laughs> but I have to tell also your listeners that the first time you came to class, I was so starstruck. I said, oh, that came to class. <laughs> I remember seeing you years ago, photos of you, like you and your doe eyes <laughs> and your bangs. I'm like, ah, teaching yin, yin with even live music. Was that that you had that at some point? Uh, it's possible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with Yenny, probably. Oh. Ah, okay. You hear that, listeners? <laughs> I'm famous here. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh my gosh, so thrilling. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized how very down to earth and funny. You are. Thank you. Then I realized you are also oh. very funny and a great teacher. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, but are you ever going to do stand-up again? No, I don't think so. I... <laughs> I even... <laughs> I think I'll do more videos if I, if I do something because it's really... It takes a lot to go on stage and... Yeah be in front of people and my body really shows me don't do that or oh, really I'm, I don't think it shows me it just reacts a lot I get back pain when I do it not all the time but I've, the first time and the last time and then I, I cannot straighten up it's it's really really painful and I cannot move and so my husband gets mad at me because I put myself into those situations but I did it at a at a wedding last summer because oh a friend God. asked me. Okay, I'll do that. Book me for your ah, there wedding. There you go. <laughs> wow. event. But I mean, like, the process. What's the process like? Like when to do stand up? Yeah, you write. So I mean, you have to write yourself. Yeah, you write. I. I so stand up comedians they write bullet points. I write the whole text, <laughs> and I and learned I really it by heart. Yeah. In the kitchen with a wooden stick, you know, to yeah, 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 cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All cool. And it's and I laugh by myself in the kitchen, and it's the best. You know, this process is my favorite to yeah. create something and express myself with random topics. Yeah. Topics I think that are worth being talked about or that have been hard or whatever and then I need to talk about it and it's a form of therapy I guess yeah that's why people do it okay I guess and I guess also the podcast is also your another avenue for you to 
express yeah. your comedic side. But then I mean, like you're always so wise on your. Well, I, tr- you know, because I interview things. mostly health coaches and people like that. <laughs> so okay. we tried. I think we try probably too hard to sell our services. Yeah, and yeah. so we need to stay serious. <laughs> and I don't want to be like. Oh yeah, health. <laughs> like you know, I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I don't want to cancel what they're saying. Yeah. You know, if yeah. they do it too, like Cheryl Dun- Duncan did that on the podcast. It was hilarious. Okay, and and she posted it on her social media and said the podcast that will ruin my career. <laughs> she is a yoga teacher and a coach, so yeah. there is this side of you need to be serious. Because it is important, all these things, right? Yeah. But, but also, not. You know. Yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, but that, you but can. There's that fine line. Yeah. No? Like, how yeah. much can you like make Laugh. fun of yourself yeah. or make fun of others and still be taken seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's an art. Yeah. And I haven't reached it or found it or mastered it yet yeah yeah I'm so I'm so enamored awed by um, com- comedians they are the best yeah yeah they make me feel so good yes yeah. my husband laughs at me like you see <laughs> like YouTube is on I'm watching Jim Gaffigan or oh, yeah. or some other Comedian, and then he just come in and he'll shake his head like, "Oh, this girl!" Like, how many do you watch per week or per day? I have oh. a per day ratio. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have a, hmm, maybe per week, maybe. Oh, gosh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Let's see, um. But sometimes I'll even listen to comedian comedians' interviews on podcasts. Yeah, me too. Any <laughs> recommendations? Like, who would you? To be honest, interviews I listen more French comedians ah, because okay. I don't know why, but there are very good French comedians as well. And maybe I'm I don't know. I I watch on YouTube there interviews or I want to understand how they feel and most of the time they're depressed or anxious or oh whatever it's super interesting ah. yeah um, wait what's your ratio how much oh I watch it every day and yeah. more than once a day <laughs> I'm a coach I don't have much to do you know? <laughs> yes yes and I mean it helps no but then I mean there are insights on the surface it's like funny and you laugh but then it's more than that right I mean it's more the comedy is more than making you laugh I think it makes you think it's, you have to be intelligent to be able to write yeah. good comedy you have to be observing and not take things for what they are you know yeah. like being like wait a minute We do that, and it's super weird. Everybody does that, but it's super weird. Yeah. Or you talk more about your life and take that step back, and it's kind of it's very spiritual if you if you think about it because you become the observer. And yeah. It's what we talk about in meditation or all these things. Yeah. Mm, okay. And to make fun of yourself, you need 
this to yeah. take a step back and be like, oh, I'm like that. <laughs> And not cry, you know. <laughs> oh this is why. See, I'm not some shallow person. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually wise and intelligent because I watch comedy. <laughs> totally. By the way, is um, French um, French humor? Is it really? Is it like dry? Like um, what do you call this? Like nonchalant? And I think, for example, I don't like. American sex jokes. They are too, right. uh, you know, like disgusting. Kind of. Yeah, uh, that's too much. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I watched her stand, her specials, but <laughs> I don't find it that funny. Yeah. When she talks about. The, did you watch her specials? No, I've, I watched some videos and I also had that same reaction of. Yeah. Okay, it's like. It's too much. too much. It's too crass. And yeah. I think French people do a much better job, job at telling French. sex jokes than. Not everybody either, okay, but okay, yeah. it can. You can. I can really laugh about that, but it can be subtle. Okay. But yeah. I never did sex jokes because, okay. yeah, I think it's it's hard to do if you if you don't want it to go in the trashy. Right, and I mean, like that's also like also vulnerability. Yeah. Right. Oh, but you know what? Ali Wong is actually... I listened to an interview of her with, I think, with Conan O'Brien. She's very intelligent. So after I heard that interview, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll be a fan. Because she was like, she seemed... She wrote a book also. Ah, do you have it? Ah, okay. Do you have a big library of books? Because you always talk about books in your podcast. Yeah, I'm always like going to Aurel Fusli and yeah. and buying them, and I'm like, no, this year I need to read the ones I have already. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's something about like, ooh, maybe yeah. if I buy this yeah. book instantly, the knowledge will transfer. Yeah, from my <laughs> I'll become a better person. <laughs> yes. No. And I think that a lot of books say the same things. You know? Right. Okay. Like the kind of books we probably. It would be interesting to read a comedian book. To yeah. see the, I was talking to a woman who has the Trevor Noah book, his biography. Ah, okay. And she was like, "Yeah, it's super, it's super funny, and it's his life, and he's, it's, it was not easy, and I think it's called Born a Crime or something like that because okay. in South Africa, white Mixed and marriages, yeah. black, yeah, couldn't definitely <coughs> not make a kid." So, and the her, his dad is Swiss. It's funny. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. And he, in his last Netflix Netflix special, he says, and it's in Toronto. And I'm sure if that joke would have been made here, people would have laughed so much. But he said, yeah, I always thought that it was my dad who was. Like uh, not like not open, my, not open and warm and no, it's actually everybody in Switzerland, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But yeah, I think it would be such a skill to write with humor. You know, write a book yeah. with so much humor. Yeah, that's cool. Is there anything else you would like to share, talk about? I would like to buy a vowel, please. <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of anything. My golly! I feel like I'm painted to a corner. No, I can't think of anything. 
can think of anything. Commercial nice break. Commercial break. <laughs> Come to the Looking Glass. <laughs> yes, twelve fifteen on Tuesdays. There's great acoustics. That part of the room is my favorite. I realized, oh, oh, yeah. there's so much of this in, in the waved wall. Mm-hmm. Those of you who come to practice here, the waved wall, if you settle in like the middle of the room near the wave, there's just this acoustic vibe that's so cool. Totally. I mean, I, I just, I come all the time, so. I know, and when you were here last Tuesday, I said, I forgot. I was like, oh shit, there was Marie's class at lunch. <laughs> no, but then I thought also, because I didn't announce it, you know, because I'm so irregular with my marketing self. <laughs> because you didn't, totally, it's because you didn't announce it on Instagram. <laughs> I think I actually went to another studio last week because a teacher I liked announced her classes on her Instagram. Yeah, I think it helps, but I understand that it's a little bit annoying. Or yeah, but then I mean, like I can't expect like to come to a full class if I don't tell other people about it. And yet the class is full. But it took a while. It took a while to yeah. grow that. And Kristen was so um, so encouraging. Because in the beginning, so many, so few people would come. You were even there, and there was even a ten o'clock class before, and that. Oh yeah, that she used to teach. No, Kristen. Um, no, she did for a while, and then someone else took over it, and then that was the only time I could come like that's the only time I had like um, away from home that I could actually teach so I took it on but it's really like it's hard it's so hard Um, and people who would come I'd be like oh you know how like a dog is so happy to see (laughs) the owner at the end of the day ah there's someone coming in through the door but then it was always like they would enjoy the class but then Tuesday, 10 a.m. was actually not good for them, but they happened to have time that day. So I had this like roller coaster, um, roller coaster emotion of like, oh yay, someone's coming, and then oh, no one's here. Ah. And then I took yeah. on the 12 15 class, which was given up by another teacher. And then stay with it, stay with it. Christian yeah. um, said, oh, you know, it'll come, it'll happen, it'll happen. And then one day it did happen. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I think, like, Kristen is such a force. She's such a great teacher. And I came, I went to one of her classes um, a few months ago, and I was like, oh gosh, I was so amazed at how, verbally, she's so Mm -hmm. intelligent, and she holds the space, and she's such a mother, you know, like, she can really nurture everyone. And the ego part of me was like, oh my gosh, yeah. I have such a long way to go or I'm not like that. Maybe I should study more. And then <laughs> I sat with it and I'm like, I'm such a failure. And then I realized, mm, how? but then I just have to be myself. Yeah. And I shared that with her too. And she's like, you, you know, like just 
you're you're amazing as you are and the very like nurturing Christian as she is and like okay yeah okay I believe it I believe it I believe it (laughs) it's such a hard job or career teaching yoga yeah we could do another episode about that (laughs) yes but maybe we could also do the retreat sometime (laughs) (laughs) right Slow. Let us know if Slow. you would come to a retreat if we'd organize one yeah. that mixes signature poses and slow, slow living. Slow living and that slow kind of stuff. Slow flow. Take your time. Creativity. Yeah. Self expression. And retreating away from the crowd when you want to. Totally. You don't even have to come. Like, you have to give us your money, but you don't even have to come. (laughs) Win win. (laughs) Okay. In fact, wait, let me give the bank the details now. (laughs) Commercial break, Iban. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, thank you all for listening and thank you Marie for this amazing conversation thank you thank you very much